It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Uh, we have Greg Jarrett, who is here now, a great legal scholar. You see him on Fox News talking, of course, about everything tied to January 6th and more. Uh, Greg, uh, thank you for joining us here on Cats and Cosby. Hey, listen, uh, my pleasure and congratulations on your terrific ratings. Well deserved. Thank you so much. And, and Greg, this is shocking. You know what John was just saying we, about we, one Greg, six. We work hard. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, when you work hard, you get the results. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, what did you make first off of, I don't know if you saw Biden's speech, but he kept using the phrase insurrectionist and saying anybody associated, I guess, with Trump was in the same category, Greg. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I yes, I watched it. Uh, I didn't find it at all uh, surprising. Joe Biden opening his election campaign, adopting the predictable trope that Trump is a threat to democracy. He's an insurrectionist. I mean, this is the same canard that he peddled when he stood before the ominous blood red backdrop with images of, you know, military force uh, when he predicted that America would die unless he was their, uh, you know, dear leader. And today, you know, Joe Biden did it at Valley Forge, which frankly insults the memory of the men led by George Washington at the birthplace of the American army during the Revolutionary War. I was offended, but I wasn't surprised that I would be offended. The fact remains that, uh, you know, January 6th was a a protest that evolved uh, into a riot. Nobody has been charged with insurrection, uh, and certainly Donald Trump has not been charged with insurrection because the evidence doesn't support it. Um, nevertheless, that is exactly what uh, Joe Biden's going to run on, and he has no choice because he sees the poll numbers to the extent that he can actually think with that brain of his, and the polls show him that the vast majority of Americans think he's too old and feeble and demented uh, to be president, and they also show that uh, the vast majority of Americans don't like what he's done in his presidency. They dislike his policies and his socialist progressive agenda. I mean, so we have a, we no have a war in almost every corner of the world right now. Right, and he's trying to portray that he's bringing the democracy. You, you know, John, you had an interesting point. As I was watching the president today, he was talking about he is the guy who supports essentially law By enforcement. Way, break, He's the guy who supports news. military. Breaking news. Uh oh. The U.S. Supreme breaking Court. News. WABC. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed uh, to consider whether Colorado uh, can bar Donald Trump in 2024. Oh, that's interesting. That. So they they have now officially. Uh, your reaction, Greg Jarrett, to the U.S. No. Supreme Court officially taking that. It's a no-brainer. Judge Weinberg, I'm sure, would agree with me this was a full frontal assault on the Constitution. Absolutely correct, Greg. Absolutely correct. It it is brazen election interference. It's ballot rigging. It's disenfranchising voters. Uh, You know, first of all, it doesn't apply to the President of the United States. Section 3, Insurrection Clause, spells out specifically 
that it applies to representative senators and electors. Second of all, uh, by making a unilateral decision without a trial, uh, you know, the Colorado Supreme Court, as well as Maine Secretary of State, have deprived Trump of his right to due process, guaranteed by that very amendment. And third, the 14th Amendment is not self-executing. It's not executed by the states. Read Section 5. Any idiot could understand it. It says that Congress has the power to enforce it, which it did when it codified insurrection as a criminal offense, which Trump hasn't been charged with. You know, um, Greg Jarrett of Fox News, you just brought up uh, and also what John was talking about, the 14th Amendment. One thing that really made my jaw drop about Biden's speech, and it relates to all of this, is he said, yes, Trump is an insurrectionist. And those people who were a part of his insurrection, uh, they made their bed. Um, in other words, it almost sounded like they're going to try to go after anyone else who maybe supported Trump around January 6th. Um, as we've seen, it's it's uh, Congressman Scott Perry in Pennsylvania. Uh, there's claims there that they're going to try to go after him now and try to kick him off the ballot. Your reaction to just how far reaching they are taking this? Well, I I think this is going to boomerang against them. I think Americans are filled with common sense and good judgment and intelligence, uh, which is bereft in this current White House uh, by Joe Biden, who who doesn't run the White House. I mean, he's not really the president. I'm not sure who handles him day by day. Uh, But, you know, Americans see this as a president who is in deep, deep trouble. His popularity is in the tank. And as a result of that, he's lashing out and he's going after his opponent uh, by lying about what occurred on January 6th. And if that's all he's got, he's in he's in deep trouble. Yep. And, uh, Judge Weinberg has a question for you, Greg, Greg Jarrett. Greg, you know, there's a civil lawsuit the Attorney General of the State of New York has brought against Trump, where they're trying to rescind his uh, corporate license to do business in the state of New York and have overwhelming hundreds of millions of dollars in penalties against him on a so-called fraud statute, which is on, on its own terms under the state of New York law, never been used before. In my view, it's, it's unconstitutional. There were no damages here. You had fair bargaining on both sides. The companies, the banks did their own due diligence, and yet the attorney general has weaponized the state system against him. So wherever you turn, you see the weaponization of the criminal justice system and civil litigation against Trump. And what's your thoughts about this? And by the well, way, Judge, just to add to it, you the original amount in that case, you know, was $250 million. She raised the ante. Yes, yeah, she raised it to $370 million. That wasn't enough today. Uh, Greg Jarrett. Yeah, yeah Judge, uh, you're totally right. I mean, it's a silly case. Uh, it has uh, no legal validity associated with it. And I, you know, I do not think it will stand upon uh, appellate scrutiny. Um, but, you know, this is symptomatic of what's happening uh, with the weaponization of the Department of Justice, the FBI, and other agencies. They're doing their very best to try to protect and preserve their own power. Uh, which means they have to keep Joe Biden in office. Uh, yet two-thirds of Democrats 
uh, don't want Joe as the presidential nominee. That's a shocking result. Eighty-two percent say they, they just want somebody other than Joe Biden. Uh, so, you know, Democrats are hoping that the incumbent president, I think, and I wrote a column about this, will announce that he's changed his mind and decided not to seek re-election. And he can do it any time uh, before the August convention in Chicago. And I think there's a very good chance that given his abysmal poll numbers and the trouble his son is in uh, and his temptation to uh, you know, protect his son by pardoning him, he'll drop out. I, I may be wrong about this, but, you know, mark my words, I think there's a very good chance between now and seven months from now. But, Greg, he, he would have to do it now because if he does it in August, there's no chance – for his replacement to really uh, ramp up a campaign against a former president who would presumably have a very good chance to win. I think he'd have to do it right now. Unless it's uh, Michelle Obama or somebody well-known, you know, then they may not. Uh, uh, Greg Jarrett, thank you so much for joining us again. Also, by the way, Greg's book is The Constitution of the United States, uh, collected and explained by you also and other patriotic documents. Could not be more relevant, uh, Greg, today. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.